You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I feel like who art ed? I'm trying to spice it. Who art ed? Mr. Wood art ed me. Either way, it's ambiguous. It works on so many levels. I know. That's off to great start. Welcome to Who Arted, weekly art history for all ages. I'm your host, Kyle Wood. Now, this week, as I am still a bit under the weather, um, I'm going to keep it short and sweet with a little bit on Sugar Skulls and the Day of the Dead. Now, Sugar Skulls, or Calaveres de Azugar in Spanish, of course, my Spanish has never been particularly great. Really, my pronunciation of anything is never particularly great, but I'm trying. Uh, sugar skulls are iconic symbols associated with Mexico's Dia de los Muertos, or the Day of the Dead celebrations. These vibrant and intricate traditional decorations actually have their roots deep in Mexican history before it was even called Mexico. It's sort of a fusion of indigenous Aztec customs and Catholic traditions. To understand the history uh, of the sugar skulls, we're going to start with a bit of the origins of Dia de los Muertos. The Aztec civilization, uh, which was thriving in present-day Mexico from like the 14th, 16th centuries, they actually had festivals, a month-long festival that they called the Day of the Dead that took place um, around August, actually. But it was to honor the spirits of dead ancestors and paying tribute to the god and goddess of the underworld. The Aztecs believed that the souls of the dead existed in another world and could return to visit the living. Now, as a part of those festivals, they had many, many traditions and you know elaborate rituals and offerings. Uh, including adorning altars with marigold flowers, candles, incense, and edible offerings like amaranth seeds formed into the shape of skulls. With the arrival of the Spanish conquistadors in the 16th century, Catholicism was introduced to Mexico. The indigenous customs, particularly celebrating the dead, were gradually integrated into these Catholic holidays. So Dia de los Muertos, as we know it today, is a bit of a blend of Aztec and Catholic customs. It's a time for families to remember and honor their departed loved ones. And during these days, it's believed that the souls of the deceased return to the world of the living and families create ofrendas, altars, to welcome them. And these typically include the deceased's favorite foods, drinks, and other items, along with colorful decorations and marigold flowers. The use of sugar skulls in Dia de los Muertos festivals, uh, that emerged as a way to symbolize and celebrate the cycle of life and death. There's a sort of sweetness to it, um, quite literally, of course, but also 
it just it works really well as this metaphor for the skull, the symbol of death and the fragility of life um, being made of something that is so sweet as a celebratory offering of those things. And it first gained popularity in Mexico in the 17th century when the Spanish um, various clergy, I've read some accounts saying nuns and some saying friars, but the Spanish clergy came in and they showed the indigenous people how to make molded confections with sugar because really after the conquest, it was a time of scarcity for a lot of people, um, but sugar was abundant. It was readily available in Mexico due to the cult cultivation of sugarcane, and it, it was so malleable. It was just relatively easy to press it into clay molds and form these sugar skulls, and so it was it was a, a nice craft that people could could construct with the resources that they had available in order to maintain those important traditions. Now, today, making sugar skulls is a cherished tradition. It's been going on for like 300 years during Dia de los Muertos celebrations. And I was actually surprised at how relatively simple the process is. Um, basically, it involves mixing sugar with meringue powder and water to create a moldable paste. And that paste is then pressed into a skull-shaped mold and left to harden. And once the skulls are firm, they can be removed from the molds and decorated um, according to one's tastes. So to make your own sugar skulls, if you are so inclined, you'll need just a few ingredients. Uh, first, granulated sugar is the primary ingredient. Second, a little bit of meringue powder. This acts as a binding agent. Um, and then, of course, a little bit of water to mix and create the sugar paste. What you want to do is mix the sugar, meringue powder, and water until you have sort of a, a dough-like consistency that's relatively pliable. Then you'll need some molds, and you can press that mixture into the skull molds. Make sure you pack it in tightly, and then you got to let it sit for several hours, maybe even overnight, to let it harden. Once they become firm, uh, you can carefully remove them from the molds and decorate using icing and other embellishments. Traditional decorations on sugar skulls will have symbolic meaning. For example, marigold flowers are added as they're thought to guide the spirit of the deceased back to the living world. The cobweb designs represent the fragility of life, and the colorful patterns are there to celebrate the vibrancy of life, even in death. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted, part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. If you found this tolerable, please leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week on social media at Who Arted Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And of course, on the website, whoartedpodcast.com podcast done.